Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Okay, this is going to be a motivational saver. You might want to remember where this is, what the date is, what the title is, so you can come back and get lifted and boosted and reminded about your specific thing that is going to make you a better evangelist. It's going to give you more energy. It's going to make you stronger in terms of knowledge and faith could even be in body. We all have things that if we look at our lives through God's eyes and we ask him, what do you want us to do? Not only today, but what is my longer term goal here? It could be working on a sin and it could be working on your body could be working on your mind, expanding your knowledge, getting certifications, changing jobs, starting a ministry. It could actually be in your personal life, having a baby, preparing for that or discerning that and, you know, bringing God into that decision. But so many of us, speaking of decisions, decide, but we don't act. Let me repeat that because it almost sounds like an oxymoron. We decide, but we don't act. And yesterday I made the decision and yesterday I acted. I mean, I wasn't planning on doing this. It has been hanging over me. I have been feeling blah. I know I need to feel better. I want to feel better. I want to take care of this body. It has nothing to do with people looking at me and saying, holy cow, is she put on weight? Nope, nothing to do with that. Because I have a couple speaking, a lot of them speaking, speaking engagements coming up. And by the way, please, if you can help me get my brochure and another document to your priest or to people who do speakers, in your parish or your conference or your event, please, please, please send me an email, Kendra at Kendra Von Esch. It's really producing great things so far. There's been some fruit. I want to thank you all so much. And I need more help. The more I can get out there, the better I get energized and the more I start developing things. Okay, I'm putting a bookmark here developing things. I hope I remember to go back to that, but let's go back to the motivation because it's not about me. It's about me motivating you and sharing what yesterday was like. I just started 
I didn't expect to. It's a Thursday. Usually most of my diet and exercise things start on a Monday. It's a Thursday. I'm like, okay, let's do this. And as I'm scrolling through social media, I don't know if this was a God thing or what, but it was about intermittent fasting. And I can do intermittent fasting. That was a big part of keto. You know, if you really want to lose weight fast, you kind of incorporate intermittent fasting. Hold on a moment. Okay, got a drink. All right, so I don't know. I clicked on it, and then I started looking at it. It's a little app that you download. It's called Simple, and it just tracks your time, when you should eat, you know, you should log your stuff. And it gives you a bunch of motivational things each day that you just kind of click and read through. And so today I went through it very quickly. I mean, it's like a five to 10 minute deal. You can make it longer if you want, you know, get more into it and slow down. But I was just kind of zipping through it. And yesterday I was kind of like, I don't even know why I downloaded this. I don't need help. I know what to do. And I do. I know how to intermittent fast. You eat between X time and X time, and then you don't eat between the other times. But this one has some sort of a put in your age and your, you know, kind of lifestyle and how you eat. And then it comes out with a program and then it tells you. Now, I would assume that it would just have me eating once, but it has me eating twice. And so far yesterday, I was like, oh, I'm going to beat the system, not beat it, but I'm going to be better than what the system says so I was supposed to eat yesterday at a certain time, but it had just said that I got into fat burning mode. So I'm like, oh no, I'm not going to eat now. So I wait another six hours and watched, you know, the fat burning, how many hours I was in it. It was kind of cool, but it doesn't really offer me a whole lot. I have a feeling I'll probably cancel it. But for now, in this early one, two day thing, which is when most people just fall off or if they make it a week they fall off. It's kind of interesting. I want to see what they're going to post tomorrow in the eight little things I need to do today. And it's just, you know, it just helps you about like, be mindful. This is really what it's about. And this is why this should encourage you. Because yesterday, again, I jumped into this just like I jumped into uh, the St. Louis de Montfort consecration to Jesus through Mary, the true devotion. And that's not something you just jump into. That's a serious, serious time-consuming consecration. But sometimes I do that and God just keeps me going, right? Doesn't, right? There it is. He doesn't pull the rug under, under me and have me, you know, trip up and stop after a couple days. I don't know. It's crazy. He does that with me sometimes. And this thing comes up in Facebook and I download it. By the way, how creepy is Facebook? I'm out online buying something. I'm not going through a Facebook ad like I did with this thing. I'm just going online and I'm not even using Google as my search engine. I buy something and then boom, as I'm flipping through Facebook, that ad for that thing I just bought that I've never seen come up on Facebook, comes up on Facebook. I was like, this is disgusting how much we're tracked I'm not surprised, but, you know, when it's in your face like that, it's just, ugh. Okay. So, yeah, this simple app, the name is simple, is kind of cool. So what is my point? My point is any time that I have wanted to improve myself, I've needed 
a couple of things. When the improvements stick, what do I mean by that? I got help. I would have an app. Back when I was eating keto, I had these micro carbs and I was trying to, or macronutrients, I think that was what it was called. I had to figure out how many and what I needed to eat based on, you know, my weight and my exercise levels. And there's planning in that. I got a life coach when I was leaving my executive career to move into ministry who had no idea about starting a ministry, but he was there to encourage me and to get me out of my own way. (laughs) Get me out of my own way. Seriously, I needed to move away from my fear. It was the biggest blocker I had. And it wasn't fear of going forward. It was fear of failure. In that case, with my ministry, it was the first time I ever tried it. And that might be something that God's calling you to, something outside of your comfort zone. Others might be called to try that one thing that you've done 2,407 times again. But bring me into it and then get some help. So if you are trying to implement a prayer life, which if you do not have one, I would, <laughs> I would highly recommend that be the first thing you do because anything else that you try to do without God working with him every single moment and praying your way through it, it's not going to be of God and God won't be as present and you won't be as calm and clear about where you're going. When I started my ministry, I did not have a spiritual director. And I think I remember telling all of you, for those of you who are new, I started my ministry like a business. I immediately thought I need to make money at this. Being the breadwinner, I was like, I got to approach this like a business. So I had project plans and I stopped going to mass daily and I started busting through trying to get a website ready, get the book published, blah, 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 you know, on and on and on. And my husband said, are you going to mass or are you praying anymore? (laughs) This was after one week. I was kind of shocked. I said, why do you ask? He says, well, cause you're like all tied up in a knot. He's like, you're real snippy and you get frustrated really easy. It's like the old you, he said. And I said, well, you're right. I've been diving into this, working, looking at this like a job, working for God instead of with God. So even though you may not be in ministry, your life is a ministry. (laughs) You cannot think that just because you don't have a podcast and you're not out speaking or writing books or doing something in a big way that you aren't an evangelist, you absolutely are. But you got to work on you first because you can't give what you don't have. And your evangelization comes mostly from the changes that occur inside your heart that then come out And manifest itself in your language and your thoughts and your deeds. So be encouraged and go 
forward, but do it with God. And I'm going back to mindfulness. Now, this is a very new agey phrase. People hate that term, but let's just call it pay attention. Be purposeful and meaningful. Let's use those two words. They sound a little bit more Catholic and Christian. I use those words all the time. There's meaning and purpose in our lives when we bring God into everything. And we ask God to guide us and lead us and we listen. But it's about paying attention. And that's what I did yesterday. I paid attention. I knew I wasn't going to eat until the thing told me to. And then when the thing told me to, I didn't want to. And I'm like, I'm not really hungry, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going. But I'm in fat burning mode. And then I did break down later because I thought, all I'm going to have is two bananas and a couple fistfuls of grapes. I just wanted the first day to be a really big, big, big cleansing day so that, you know, I didn't have um, too much to digest in the system and just to get it out. But then I had this like horrible heartburn. And so I had uh, coleslaw and a couple of spoonfuls of black beans and a couple of pieces of fish that we had from the other night. That's not too bad. Went to bed. I feel pretty good today, but also what the app does is it asks you, how did you feel about the meal? Was it really good? Was it just blah? How did you feel after the meal? Satisfied? You know, so it's kind of like it's getting you in to paying attention. It also tells you to shut off the TV, put down your phone, don't be on your computer, don't eat in your office. If you're in your office and you've got a lunch break, get in your car and go eat out in nature. Roll down your windows. Don't turn on your radio and just be. Because that's when you enjoy, pay attention and stop eating when you're full. So it's, it's all things that you know. You and I know this. We're not dummies. So why don't we do it, right? Everyone can make a decision, but few actually act. So yesterday was a lot different than many, 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 many days before. And so I got up this morning and now, oh, it also tracks your hydration. <laughs> it also sends you little notes like, hey, you haven't had enough water today. And so these are the things that I think we all need help with. And when I left my career to go to my ministry, that's what my coach did. Encouraged me and got me back on track. Especially when I was cry. I mean, I would cry to this coach all the time. Dude, I can't do this. Uh, he, he's a friend of mine too, but I, I mean, it was embarrassing. I just said, Jeff, I cannot do this. This is, I can't do this. And I would cry and he's like, yes, you can. You know, don't listen to that inner voice. And in my head, you know, <laughs> funny, he's a fallen away Catholic and he's kind of into this new age stuff, you know, lots of yoga and all that. Namaste at the end of his emails. But I, in my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, that's Satan speaking. You know, we have to remember that the devil and all of his minions don't want us to put this cross away. A lot of the time they want us to live in this misery or have it hanging over us every day, 
all the time. So there's a, where I am, I've, I've just, I'm like, look, I'm just going to take every day as it comes. That's also what the app reinforces. Look, if you fall, so what? Get back up. That's what life is all about. If you fail a test and you're doing a certification, so what? Get back up. Take the test over. Take the course over. Put more time into it. Get some help. (laughs) We hate asking for help, but we need help. So I'm offering myself to you. This is not a sales pitch. You know who I am. I'm all about helping others deepen their relationship with God and using the Catholic faith and all the beautiful sacramental graces and helping you keep God in the center of your professional and personal lives and all of the relationships around it. That's life. It's basically a life coach, but I call it faith coaching because it's bringing God in. We have to. If you want to live a peaceful, joyful, satisfied life, the only way to do it is with God in your heart, in your heart. And it takes a while to get him there. (laughs) It does. takes a while to get him there. But we keep pushing. Okay. What I've been called to with one of my talks in New Mexico, Albuquerque, New Mexico, is to put a little booklet together. I don't know what the name of it's going to be, but it's like speak truth with love. I just want to kind of get your thoughts here. If this would be something that you think you would like. All right. The deal is it's going to be, it's going to list the problem of what society is all about and how much evil is in the world. And it's in our face. It goes through our calling, which is to be a saint, to be a disciple and make disciples. And then it says, you know, you cannot give what you do not have. I just mentioned that. I can't pass along the faith if I don't even know it. So it basically addresses the fact that we have to take ownership of our faith. You know, it's uh, Christianity isn't a spectator sport. We've got to participate. We've got to arm ourselves with the armor of God and that is his word. That's the armor. If you don't know his word, you're pretty naked. You're fighting the fight without any armor. And then you're, that's a hard fight to win. Okay. And then the purpose of this book lit booklet, I want it to be a spiral booklet that has tabs, colored tabs that you can go to quickly. And I'll explain what the tabs are. And this can be something that you can put in your purse, put in your car, you know, slide in the back seat, that little pocket that used to carry your, your atlas, your maps, put, put that in the back, keep it with you when you're in line or you're at a stoplight or whatever, and just continue to read and read and read certain arguments of the faith. And then you get to craft your own story. There's because it's important to tie in your experience because it makes it real. Instead of just rattling off Bible verses, we have to tell the why, you know, what does this really mean? And how does it actually apply in your life? And how have you changed? Okay, I digress. Then we get into the different topics. So it gets kind of like in the basics. Does God exist? Um, Then the evidence of a soul. 
and Jesus, Jesus as Savior and the Catholic Church. Then it gets into a separate section, which is the Catholic difference. And we get the Eucharist, sacraments, the Mass, our Blessed Mother, the Pope, the priesthood. Faith works through love, heaven, hell, and prayer to saints. So again, this isn't a total apologetic book, but it's the basics that we pretty much get hit with in common everyday life. And what I want to do is give you common everyday answers. I don't want this to be a big book that you have to read. And you're, you know, like, I love Trent Horn. He has this book, Why We're Catholic. It's wonderful. It goes through, you know, a lot of explanations, but I want it to be more concise with boom, the issue, boom, the basic standard Catholic answer, boom, the, uh, Bible verses, but include the Bible verses because often in these books, they put the verses and you got to go look up the verses and do your homework and put them in there. And so I'm trying to make it easy for people who don't have time, honestly, for people who are darn right lazy, but still want to learn and just in general to give people the confidence to get out there and address these things. And then the next is really the important part, which is the evil culture that we are living in. We are living in the world. We're not of the world, but that means that we still need to be saints through our own witness and our own lives, disciples and making disciples. So how do we address these issues that come back to us from people in our lives? Abortion, birth control, sex outside of marriage, marriage between a man and a woman, pornography, self-gratification, homosexuality, transgenderism, cross-dressing, critical race theory, grooming, relativism, anti-Christianity, materialism, alcohol and drugs, power, fame, celebrity, and Catholic scandals. That's it. And then at the end, it's how do we take all of this and live in the light of God and go evangelize and bring him to the world? It kind of teaches you a little bit about how you need to listen, how asking questions to them first and trying to understand where they're coming from. So in your mind, you can kind of craft a unique answer, but really at the end of this, as you go through and you see, okay, this is kind of the, how I craft my own answer. You write it in the book. There will be blank pages that you can, you know, jot around and take notes and put thoughts and then craft your customized answer based on your experience in your life. And now you've got this book that you can flip to Bible verses that you can start to memorize, or at least remember, you know, I don't go exactly word for word, biblically what the Bible says. I just say, well, you know, it's just like the blah, 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 blah story or parable parable or gospel or psalm. As long as we know it, and it's probably, <laughs> it's probably better that we're not like quoting it word for word to that person who doesn't even know what the Bible is. So if that's something that would be of interest to you, because I'm doing this for this event and I'm like, wait a minute, what am I, I'm putting all this work into this. It's please pray for me. Please Pray for me that the Holy Spirit provide me with the right information. I, you know, and the, and the right 
simple way to express it and explain it to people so that they, it's just boom, boom, boom. It's like a, I don't know, like a dictionary kind of, you know, quick enough like that. Okay. Anyway, send me a note, Kendra at KendraVonash.com. And you know what? Send me a note anyway. I mean, I was just thinking about that this morning. I was laughing so hard. I did a video on kind of the topic that I was talking about, which is, okay, really now is the time. (laughs) Now is the time for you to start getting going with that particular problem or issue that God is putting in your face, right? Oh, right. There it is. And she had the funniest, here it is. Let me go to the comments. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. Joanne, I don't know if you're listening to this, but I laughed out loud so hard. And if you send me notes, maybe I'll read your email on, on the podcast too. All right. This was, um, gosh, I can't even, oh, no more excuses. Now is the time. That was yesterday. And she says, as I sit here eating wheat thins out of a bag, watching a Hallmark movie, I am listening to you tell your story. (laughs) Wow. Everything you said is me. Everything. I am praying for a spiritual director. So I hope God hears me. It's so good to know that I'm not the only one like this. Thank you, Kendra, for sharing. By the way, Joanne, I'm also a faith coach. Don't know what you're looking for, but happy to have a chat. But that's what it's all about. The funny laughter, the, oh my gosh, we're so in this together. So let's do it. I wanted to come to you on a, I I don't know why God had this happening on a Thursday, but I wanted to come to you on a Friday so that those of you who are getting psyched up to take this challenge on in your life, that you can plan over the weekend if you're working, you know, if it is diet, exercise, whatever, it's best to have a plan. I kind of jump into it and then I plan as I go. Um, but, you know, do whatever works for you. Don't have to start on Monday, but you have the weekend to go look at things and get that help that you need. You know I have a video prayer program. If you're not regularly praying, I wonder why not? Wouldn't you want God in your heart all day, every day, guiding you and leading you? And it is possible. It's possible to hear his voice. It's possible to find that peace in that moment that you are ready to strangle someone. There's this internal peace that can be found anywhere when you're walking in the spirit of the Lord. But too many of us Don't decide and act on that relationship. So that could be where God's pushing you. And you can do more than one thing, of course. I think all of us need to do, number one, is to continue to grow in our knowledge of our faith, grow in our relationship, meaning our prayer life with God, as well as growing in the daily walk with the spirit in our hearts. 
this is getting long, but I hope it's psyching you up. Send me a note. How can I help? Maybe you're kind of like, oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. Happy to give you some encouragement and I can address it too on the podcast because here's what, here's what is the cool thing. When you send me information and notes, then I know I'm on to something. Otherwise, I may be missing the target for you people, but I think maybe not because you're still listening. But this is about us. This is why I'm so vulnerable and so honest with all y'all, because I need you to know that I'm going through the same but different struggles. We're all struggling with something. That's the key. And no matter what I can do to help you, no matter what, I'm there, right? Ah, right. There it is. Okay. I'm stopping. Let's pray. I don't say right when I pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. Breathe excitement. Breathe energy, your spirit into us to do your will. We know the challenge that you're putting on our hearts. We've been there, done that. We've had it hanging over us for so many months, years, days, weeks, decades. It's on me, Lord. It's hovering over me, Lord, and I need your help. You know my weaknesses. And I know that you are my strength when I am weak. I desire, Lord, for you to help me with this petition as I pray to you right now. We ask, Lord, that you change our hearts because we know that everything comes from the heart. Help us to desire this change in our life. Help us to see what life can be when you help us get over this. Help us appreciate the journey to the other side where we gain our self-control. The beautiful gift of the Holy Spirit, you, Lord, when we gain you. Nothing has a hold on us that you cannot set free. We're surrendering ourselves to you now. We ask you to drive us forward, to guide us, to lead us, but keep us encouraged. Help us keep motivated. And if we fall, Lord, remind us how fast and easily we can get back up and get back on the path with you. 
That's life. Help us to understand that. We take it day by day with you. So today, Lord, we ask you, how do we do this? Show us today in a big way what it is that you want us to do to act on this decision to deal with this challenge head on with you. Mary, grab our left hand. Holy Spirit, grab our right. Guardian angel, guide us, lead us, and protect us. Always to the heart of Jesus. In his name we pray, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. We were all over the place, but I hope it encouraged you. Now, I love you. You love you. We love each other. Just get on out there. Start. Decide. Act. Do something. Because you won't regret it. This is the beginning of the end of this dark cloud that you've been trying to get away from you forever. Tie Jesus to it. Make it holy. Make the sacrifices and the sufferings and the fastings and the things that you don't want to do all offerings to God for your sanctification or for the conversion of others. We could always do what Fatima says, right? Mary told Our Lady of Fatima, told the kids, pray. You know, when you offer up a sacrifice or a fast, Lord, I unite this with you for the love of you, for the reparation of all sinners, and for those who are indifferent to our Blessed Mother. We can make this a holy prayer, whatever it is that we are challenged with every single day, we can offer it to God and sanctify ourselves and those around us based on our offerings. I mean, come on, this is monumental. This is why it's going to be successful because you're approaching it a different way with God and making it meaningful and purposeful. So pay attention to what's going on. I forgot. This is never going to end. I'm so sorry. I forgot <laughs> I forgot to say that yesterday I found myself just on autopilot, going to the cabinet and opening it, opening it. I wasn't even paying attention. I didn't grab anything, but I finally kind of clicked into, I don't know, consciousness. <laughs> I said, what are you doing? And I closed the door. I went and I grabbed a big old swig or five of water because half the time we're thirsty rather than hungry. But I was paying it. I snapped myself out of it. And that's what I mean by paying attention, purposeful, meaningful, make God a part of it, which makes it meaningful. Purposeful means we're also paying attention and we are bringing God in. We're making our lives filled with purpose. When we bring God into it and we make a prayer out of it, prayer and works. It's pretty much the monk thing. All right, now I'm going to leave you. <laughs> Have a wonderful weekend. I love you all. Find something more with God. And have a blessed and inspired day.